Okay, so we're starting Daf Chavbeis today at the bottom. Uh, sorry, Chav Gimel at the bottom of Chavbeis Amid Beis. So we're at the third to last line. Continuing, we were discussing yesterday Mugmar, right? Uh, create uh, incense for. So yesterday we discussed for smelling purposes, and we discussed to legamer to um, infuse clothing with uh, you know the the nice fragrant. So now we're asking What about are you allowed to smoke foods? Right, so it seems like they would take the dust of some of these uh, spices and they'd put it on coals, and then they would have like the food on top of that. So you, are you allowed to um, create, uh, you know, uh, have have the food essentially create the smoke to smoke food? So he says it's aser. Okay, and the reason why he says it's aser is it's not shavalachol nefesh. Okay, however, Shmuel says it's mutter. He says that it is considered shavuot l'chol nafesh. It's just that only wealthy people used to do it. But the poorer people, if they would have been able to be of means to do it, then they would have done it. And therefore, it's like an enhancement to the food, to smoke the food. Therefore, it is considered shavuot l'chol nafesh. And therefore, Shmuel says it's going to be mutter. Okay. They smell the food? I mean, they, 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 they smell, the smell, the, the, what do they do? The food becomes... They put, they, they, see, Rashi says... Um, so you'd put the food into the smoke of these fragrances. So you put the fragrant on the coals. We'll see what the issue here um, is. Okay, to put the food on it. We'll see why in a second. Okay. Ravuna Aser, like we said, Rav Asers, but why? So he says that the reason here is that you're being Mechaba. Okay. And again, it's not Shabbat Chol Nefesh, and you can't do an Abalach, like we said before. But the problem is when you put the, the fragrant on the coals, it extinguishes the coals somewhat, and then smokes and lights. Okay, so What do you mean? You're burning this fragrance. What do you, why are you saying that it's extinguishing? It's doing both. First, it extinguishes it a little bit, and then it lights up. Amr of Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, Agabe gachelas aser. So Rabbi Yehuda, again, is going to hold its aser like, like Rav, like Ravuna, but he's issuing a caveat. He says, Agabe gachelas, to put it on coals, that's going to be aser, because that is mechabe umavir. However, Agabe cheres mutter, to put it on a hot piece of pottery, that's going to be mutter, okay, because you don't have kibbutz, nothing gets extinguished. Right? It's not like a coal that will go out. Okay? And also, he says that it's not, uh, it's considered mavir kala'achar yad with a shino, and therefore we're going to allow it um, for, I guess, for Simchas Yantif. Because you're not lighting up these, these, these spaces to begin with on, on, how are you getting the smoke? You have to be burning the spices. You're putting them on, right, you're putting the spices so on. Why, why isn't that, why isn't that mavir? That is that is kibbutz and mavir. That's what we were saying. First, we said it's kibbutz. And the Gemara asked, "Well, what do you, why are you saying kibbutz? It's it's havara as well." So right. yeah, you're right. But first, when you right when you put the spices on, it puts the fire out a little bit, and then the rest of the fire, like that area, it was on the when you put the spices. On, when you put the, the spices fire, on the coal, it'll uh, first okay. put the fire out, and then it lights it back up. There's no problem with the spices burning. So that's what do you mean? You're lighting up the actual spices on. Well, so it's it, the, the whole thing here, Asar and Mutter, it sounds like it's an Echel Nefesh question. I'm sorry, Dabar, Dabar, so it's, it's, it's on pottery. 
Ah, uh, uh, so he said the spices on the pan. So he says. So he says. One second. So I think it's you put you put the um, you put the spices on on the pottery. I don't think it really matters, but the point is that it says agave cheres. In other words, that number one, there's no kibui, so there's no extinguishing when you're putting on cheres. There's no fire, actual fire there. You just have a heated plate, essentially. Okay, and yes, it could be havara, but Rashi explains that it's havara ayude shinoi shinoi klacher yad. So it's a shinoi. It is light. It is heating it up. So it is essentially um, like you know havara, but it's a shinoi, and therefore will allow it. For it seems like for Simchas Yante, for Echel Nefesh, ish types of purposes, even if you say it's not Shabbat Echel Nefesh. Okay? Um, and it's Rabba Omar, Agabe Cheres, Nami Aser. Again, he's going to hold that it's going to be Aser, even though you're not extinguishing and it's only Yishinoi, but because Mishim de Kamoilid Recha. Now we have this, we're introducing this new factor. So before we were talking about Kiboy Havara. Okay, Shabbat Echel Nefesh or not. Now is a new factor that you're creating. Um, you're creating, you're being moiled a, a smell. Okay, the smell didn't exist before. You're infusing, by infusing the smell of the spices into the cheres, okay, and now it's an infusion of smell, and that's considered, Rashi um, says, Okay, Rabbi Rav Yosef Amitavayu Sechufi similar sort of deal that once we got into Malid Ruach Sechufi Kasa Ashirai to turn over a cup that's full of uh, you know a, a cup of spiced let's say spiced wine or something to again infuse uh, the spices into the baguette into the shirai the silk that's going to be Biyamatava Aser it's going to be Aser again because you are infusing you're creating a new smell in this beged, and that's going to be the problem. So, okay, we just said that infusing a fragrance into a beged is going to be a problem, or even into a piece of hair, so it'll be a problem. Let's say you take, you know, uh, um, something that, that is a spice, and you rub it, and by rubbing it, you essentially crack it, and now the spice... Um, the spice comes out from the inside of whatever it is, okay? Or breaking it. Again, either way, you're allowing the smell to come out. So why is that allowed? The Gemara says, ah, hasam recha miha isa. The smell is really there. Okay, and you're basically just gathering the reach together and having it come out when you're, let's say, doing malila. So you're rubbing it around to get that, that reach into one area and to where it comes out. Hacha, right, but you're not creating a new smell. The smell is always there. Hacha iludehu dekamoilet recha. You're creating a new smell in the item that you are infusing with this fragrance. Okay, now, that's, so that's, again, that's all, um, these, all, all, they're all here donning between two things. Either it's Shavu Lechol Nefesh, but they're saying it's considered Mechaba, and or Havara, is it, is it Shavu Lechol Nefesh, yes or no, or Melid Reach. Rabbah comes along, he says, Rabbah Amar, Agabe Gecheles Nami Mutter, that even on Gecheles, you're allowed to put the spices on. Why? Just like when you put meat on the barbecue, you put meat on the coals, so it drips down and it extinguishes the coals a little bit, but you're cooking, it's part of the cooking action, so therefore, it would be okay. Okay, and he says, he, now, we point out that he holds like Shmuel that it's considered Eichel Nefesh. 
It's shavalu chol nefesh. Right? Because Shmuel da'echol nefesh hu, eshen perizev, vishavalu chol nefesh. Okay? Seems like it has to be both. It has to be echol nefesh and shavalu chol nefesh in order to be mutter. Fine. Darash rav gevia, mi be'kosel, apischad ve'erish kolusa, kitura shari. That this thing called kitura, that's allowed. So now what is kitura? I'm going to remember my kitura. So first we think it's e kitura biyade. So if we think first that it is shaping the sleeves, like making pleats on a beged, okay, so it's shaping the sleeves, so then how could you say that that's mutter? Maisa uman hu. It's a maisa uman, and therefore it's going to be aser on yontif. So vi'ila ashen, and if you want to tell me that it's creating a smoke, kitura is like making, uh, you know, a keter, ka'ala keter hakir. So we're making like, like, like a smoke. So vi'ila ashen aser dehakamachabe. He says, what do you mean? It's going to be machabah, like we discussed before. He's holding like the Amarayim that said that it was going to be a problem. Okay, and really it is creating a smoke, but yet yeah, we'll allow it. So you're not going to run into kibbutz issues, Mishim, Mididahaba, Abisra, Agumri. Like Rava's Hatter saying that just like putting meat on the barbecue, on the coals, is going to be okay. It's part of, it's Shabbat Nefesh, and it's part of cooking, so therefore it would be okay. Amri, or we learned that the issue was not. Because it's mechaba, but because of the other reason, which we said is is moilid recha. So ikad da'amri amalei. Maybe my katura ikatura biyadi again. If you're shaping sleeves, maisa oman who, like we said, it's a maisa oman. Ila ashen. If we're talking about creating smoke, aser why to come moilid recha? The other reason, not because of keyboard, but because you are creating a new smell. Okay, Amar Rav Ashi, I know Amirta Amirta Nahale, Mishmei the Gavra Rabba Amirta Niale. So I told him Lo Ilam La Ashi. Really, you want to know what this this uh, Ketura is that we're allowing? It is creating smoke, and I. Why are you allowed to do it? Midi Dahaba Abisra Agumri. Right. Also, again, that um, just like putting meat on the barbecue is going to be okay. So too, this would be okay as well. There's no molad. That's what it's saying. That was his problem. Right, we're saying we don't we don't care. It seems it seems to be what we're saying that it's not considered being mulet reach when you're you're cooking food. It happens to always put out some smell, but it's not considered mulet reach. Okay, and the third thing in the Mishnah that Rabbi Gamliel <coughs> did shalik shalik um, he allowed them to do shoshet varm lahakel not like the chachamim was the gedim mekulas but isim gedim mekulas and he made a. Um, uh, like a braided uh, <coughs> gidi. So Tanya, this was on uh, of this was on Erev Pesach. Tanya Rabbi Yisi Aimer Tudus Ish Raimi Tudus Hinig Es Bnei Raimi Lachol Gidi Mekolos. He allowed that Bnei Yisrael to eat a Gidi Mekolos B'Lepsachim on the night of Pesach. Shalchule and what did the Chacham say to him? El Mali Tudus Ata. If you were not if you weren't such a great guy, like if you weren't Tudas, Gazreni Alecha Nidui. We would put you in Khem, why Shaatar Machalas Bene Sal Kachim Bachutz. Because you're allowing people to bring Kachim Bachutz. To which the Gmar says Kachim Sakadaitach. It's not actually Kachim. Kachim, what are you talking about? Okay. Um says you're not you're not eating Kachim. So he says, Ela Ema Kain Kachim Bachutz. It's like Kachim that you're eating it, um that, uh, that you're eating it like people might come to think since it's, it's being prepared like the Karim Pesach was prepared um, outside of the base Hamikdash, so people might think that you're eating Kachim Bachutz, and therefore they didn't want him to do that. Okay, Zuck the next Mishnah. Shlesha Devarim Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah Matir Bechacham Oisrin. 
There were three things Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. So first we were discussing Rabbi Gamliel. So now here is three things Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah was matter and the Chum held was Aser. Number one, Parasa Yitzah Beretzua Shabin Karneha. That his um, cow would go out with a Ritzua, would go out with a, um, a strap. Now it was, it was, it was for, for beauty. It was Lenoi. And uh, the problem is, like we've discussed that on Shabbos, wearing something, okay, that, that for your animal... Um, it would be considered a, uh, it's not a tachshit, but it would be considered a masui. It would be considered like the animal's carrying something. You have an issue with shvises behemtai. Okay, so that was din number one. So he allowed his animal, or his, he allowed his animal to go out with that. Ume kardin es behema biyantif. You can scrape, uh, scrape dirt. This is how they would clean the behema on yantif. Okay, so he said you can mekardin, which was what, with a, a little comb that was made out of metal and it had like thin, it was like a, a, a it had thin teeth. Okay, so it would, we'll see, we'll see what the issue is. We'll see. It's a three He allowed them to grind pepper in their, um, in, in, in pepper mills. Okay. Um, so Rabbi Yehuda, so okay, so Rabbi Lazar ben Azari said that you are able to do mekardin. Rabbi Yehuda said you can't do mekardin because thin metal teeth, when you use it to scrape dirt off an animal, will make a chabura on the animal. Aval mekardzifim. But we will allow you to use, as mekardzifim is a different instrument, Rashi says it's a wood one that has thick teeth. Okay, so it's not going to make a scratch. You can't use either. So now, <coughs> so let's talk about the first thing. We said that Manaziah allowed his cow to go out with a Ritzua ben Karneha, was a Masoi Lenoi. So Lememra, Rabbi Lazar Manaziah, Chod Parahavia. It says Parasai. It says, right? Parasai Yoytzebur Ritzua. His cow. Sounds like he only had one cow. I, it's not true. Thirteen thousand calves have a meiser. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah may edre that that was the meiser behema from his flock. So he must have had it's one out of ten. He must have had one hundred and thirty thousand cows. So why are we saying his cow yichud? So the Gemara says Tana. Now Tesis over here discuss how could uh, he wasn't around during the times of the Beis and they did away with meiser behema. So how how was he bringing meiser behema? What's going on over here? He has a bunch of different answers. Um, but um, anyway, Tana, Loi, he says that he was, he was giving it anyways to the Chachamim, setting aside to the Kayin, even though they say it doesn't go to the Kayin, or that it was just, it was given to the king. Tana, Loi Shaloi Haisa, Ela Shashchinasai Haisa. So you're right, that he wasn't his, because he really only, he had, he had many. So why, what's the one cow that we're talking about? That means his neighbor's cow. So just imagine, it wasn't an Azari, he had 130,000, because he had a neighbor with like one cow, right? Um, Tana, Loi Shaloi Haisa, because he didn't, he didn't protest, he allowed it to happen, therefore, Nikos HaShemai, so it was called his cow. All right, his neighbor is his neighbor. He allowed his neighbor's cow to go out, but it was called his because he did not, uh, he didn't, he didn't stand up for what the chacham said. Okay, so now we said He allowed them to again scrape off the dirt with a metal uh, a scraper that had thin teeth. Karud is ketanen, little teeth. Okay, sharp little teeth. So that makes a chabura. Kartsev right? Big, huge ones. They're not going to be pointy. They're not going to make 
it's not going to make a chabura. chabura. Now, so what do we see? Gil machlekes bedaver. There's a three way machlekes. Rabbi Yehuda savar. So Rabbi Yehuda holds daver she'enim miskavin aser. Right. So Rabbi Yehuda holds ein mikardin, but you can do mikardzefin. So that's Rabbi Yehuda shita that holds daver she'enim miskavin is going to be aser. However, miu karud ketanim ba'isa chabura kardzef kedam einos and chabura. Okay, and therefore you're allowed to use the kardzef because v'loy gazrina and kardzef atu karud. So we're not going to make a gezerah. Rabbanon Savri, Nami Kureb Yehuda, Davashenim Miskavin, also the Rabbanon in this Mishnah Golik Reb Yehuda, Davashenim Miskavin is going to be Aser, but yet you also can't use the Kartsuf, Afin Kartsufin, because Gazrin and Kartsuf Atu Karut. The big teeth wood one, Atu the little teeth metal one. Okay, Reb Lozim and Azariya, Savala Kreb Shimon, he holds like Reb Shimon, Da Amar, he holds Davashenim Miskavin Mutter, totally Mutter, and therefore Ubein Kirud, Ubein Kartsuf Shari. So therefore, you're allowed to do both because I don't care if it makes a chabur. That's not your intent over here. Amar Rava, Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Shmuel. So that's right. Either Rava said B'shem Rav Nachman B'shem Shmuel, but Amri La Amar Rav Nachman Lachudei, or Rav Nachman himself said it. So it was either Rav Nachman B'shem Shmuel or Rav Nachman Halachah Rav Shimon. Halachah Rav Shimon. Shali Rav Lozman Azariy Moideloi. So Amar Le Rava Le Rav Nachman. Why are you telling me that Halachah is like? Why are you telling me that because that Halachah is like? Um, Reb Shimon, because Reb Lozav and Azari goes like him. Let's go like Reb Yehuda. Why? Share Chachamim. The last sheet in the Mishnah was the Chachamim held like Reb Yehuda. Davar Shemim Skavim is going to be Aser. Share Chachamim by Demlay. So Amar Lei says, you know why? Because I'm not Reb Shimon. So you're I hold like Reb Shimon. That's that's what I go with. And Vaoid, right? And also, it's not like I'm going like Reb Shimon and there's nobody to hang my hat on here. Vaoid, Reb Lozav and Azari Moidalai. Okay, and therefore. Um, I he paskin like he paskin like Rav Shimon, even though you had the Chachamim going like Rav Yehuda. Okay, so next, so we, because we brought in the uh, he allowed them to use this Sheikh uh, He allowed them to use in the last Mishnah. So we're bringing in that uh, he allowed them to grind pepper, grind fresh pepper on Yantif. So now we're going to discuss in regards to the Tuma. What is the Tuma of the Rechaim? So this pepper mill is is tummy because it has essentially three kalim. Mishum clay kibble, mishum clay matechas, mishum clay kibra. Okay, so what it has is the top, imagine if you want it like a sifter, the top, you'd put the large pieces of pepper in. Then you had something that like a smasher in the top. Okay, so that would have been the um, uh, uh, clay matechas. So you had a metal smasher. And we're going to see, it's, it's uh, wood, it's a piece of wood, but it was covered in metal at like the bottom. It had metal to give it, you know, so that you could smash the pepper. Then you had the sieve part, so when the pieces that were smashed would fall through into the bottom where they would get collected, and that would be the pepper you would eat. So we're saying that all three are going to, in, independently will, become, will be tummy. So that we understand because even though it's made out of wood, so the bottom is where the pepper collects, so that's a clay kibble, like a cup. Okay, so even though it's a wood cup, so that's going to be a kibra. We're saying the middle one, even if it's made out of wood, right, that it, it's a separate din, the Chacham gave that said it's tuma because it's a clay kibra, even though it's really, it should be like a pshute clay eights. Right, because it's just a flat like disc or a wheel that has holes in it. But since it's used as a sifting machine, so Chacham went ahead and said it has its own status of a kli of tumah mishum clay kibra. El yoyna mishum clay mateches. And what's the chiddush at the top one? Like we spoke out that even though it's pshute kli eights, 
and there was just a little bit of metal on the, you know, it was just a, a, a thin metal coating to give the oomph to be able to crush the pepper, still we're going to be consider that, uh, we're going to consider that pshute klima teches, and pshute klima teches, a metal, is going to be mekambal to us. That's the chiddush. Well, I guess the bottom one isn't really as much as a chiddush, you know, it's just a clay kibble, but we're pointing out that's the chiddush in what the mission is trying to say, uh, the different, why the different parts of the clay kibble are going to be, um, going to be puzzle. Uh, to Mikabal Tuma, sorry. Okay. Um, and, uh, right, so, so for the smasher, the, the eights is going to be bottle to the metal. The metal will win out, and therefore it's going to be Mikabal Tuma. Even the minority, S, most things the S. Yeah, even though it's a minority, still because um, it's considered the icker over here. Because that's what's, that's, you need that to do the smashing. Smashing thing with a piece of wood, with, with, with a light little piece of wood, and you need the metal to give it. Okay. Next, agala shel katan, a child's wagon, okay, for like its dolls, right, or the child sits on. So tamea medris, it's going to be tamea medris. Again, what we're saying is that it's considered something that is a clay moishav, okay, it's something that you uh, sit on, okay, and therefore if the child is a zav, the child's a zav, so then he sits on it, it is considered a miyuchad yeshiva, right, it's not something that we say amod v'nasam lachtenu, not something to say, get up, we need to use that for something else. No, it's a sitting toy, and therefore um, it will be um, it will be tame medris, which means that it, it, it gets it gets the avatoma from the zav. It's not considered like a rishon. Okay, agalah shalkaton tame medris, vini telus b'shabbos, and it can be uh, taken on Shabbos, meaning what we're saying is it has a din of a kli. Okay, it has a din of a, of a kli that it has utility. Be'ena nigeres agabe kalim. So Tanakhama says that it cannot be El Agabe Kalim, that you can't drag this child's wagon because what's going to happen if the child is sitting in the wagon? It'll make a charitz, it'll make a ditch, um, right? And that's, that's going to be a, uh, an issue. You're not allowed to make ditches, right? It's part of um, uh, farming, okay? Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, he says, You're right. Like, let's say a mita, a kise, a sasel, you can't drag a chair, a bench, things like that because it'll make a charitz. However, chutzman agala, this you are allowed to. Because it doesn't actually um, make a a like a, a, a ditch, like a charitz for like planting, but it just pushes down. That's all it's doing is it's just compressing the dirt. It's not f- making what, what do we call it furrows, right? It's making furrows. Because uh, it has wheels. Because it has wheels. Right, right. It's kavasha, so it just pushes down. It doesn't like dig in and dig up the dirt. Okay, so we have to understand the first case that we're saying that in order to do it, you need you have to put it on a clee. Okay, why that's a problem. So, Agala Shalkatan Zakta Gemara, Tamea Medrash, the Hasama Chaluya. Okay, because you sit on it, it, could, it, right? It's something that's made for sitting. Vini Talis Bishabis, why? Mishim de Ikatares Kliala, because it, it's a din of a Kli. Vini Nigeras Agabe Kalim, El Agabe Kalim, Agabe Kalim in Agabe Karkaloi. So, meaning you, you couldn't just drag this child's wagon on its own. Why? My Taima, de Ka'abed Charitz, because it makes a furrow. Okay, money, Rabbi Yehudahi. So now that is Rabbi Yehuda Shita. That's Rabbi Yehuda Shita. Da Amar Davashenim Miskavin Aser. Okay, I Dei Rabbi Shimon Da Amar Davashenim Miskavin Mutter. Because Rabbi Shimon holds Davashenim Miskavin is Mutter. The Tanan we learned in the Ritan, we learned in the Brisa. Rabbi Shimon Omer Goyer Adam Mita Kisav Sasol B'Vat Shaloi Yiskavin Lasus Charitz. That you are able to drag it as long as you don't have an intent. So we care, care what your intent is. I one second. Okay, so now we just said that Tommy Madras we got, Cleve, so it could be taken on Shabbos, we got. 
Kli because it's Rabbi Yehuda who's Makbid. Okay, but then what does the Mishnah say? Rabbi Yehuda Eimer Kol Kaim and Nigarin. So what's going on? Ema Sefer Rabbi Yehuda Eimer Ena Kol Nigarin B'Shabes that you can't drag any Kli on Shabbos Chutz Min Agola except for this Agola which you're allowed to go ahead and do, which means he doesn't hold that you need it. It has to be sitting on a Kli. So what's going on with Neshi Kaveshes because it just presses down. It doesn't actually make a furrow. Okay, Mipnei Kaveshes in Avocharitz Loi. Uh, Avda, right? So it doesn't make a ditch. So what's going on over here? It sounds Rabbi Yehuda's arguing with Rabbi Yehuda essentially. So the Gemara says, "Tre Rabbi Yehuda," that there are two Tanayim according to Rabbi Yehuda, meaning one holds that an agola is like the first Tana holds, like uh, agola get, doesn't get an exception, that it, it falls into the category of any other keli behind a chair agola. So you can put it on a kli, and that prevents it from happening. And the second Rabbi Yehuda says that the second Rabbi Yehuda, the second Tana according to Rabbi Yehuda, says that no, that agola is an exception because the way the wheels work is it doesn't dig up when you drag a chair. When you drag a chair, so you're doing it on an angle, so it's going to drag. It's going to make that furrow when you pull it. I learned this in my uh, our agriculture course. Okay, um, it's going to it's going to make that furrow. Okay, but when you take something with the wheels, it just presses down. That is not effective furrowing. Okay, I guess your plants wouldn't be able to grow well or something. Huh? No, I'm saying baby carriage, wheelchairs, all these things. If they have wheels, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, I think we pass on like we pass on like Shimon anyways. Okay. Um, Let's see if I can pull it. Words of today, yesterday, and today. Furrow. Today's word is furrow. Furrow. Okay, I can't pull up. I'll, send, I'll, just send, I'll just send it out. I can't pull out the review because uh, we have no cell service. I have no reception here. So, okay, tomorrow I'll try to save it, but uh, 